0: And we don't ever want to have guilt associated with eating. We're nourishing our body. And sometimes that includes some of those foods that maybe aren't as nutritious. You know, it's finding that balance. What's going on, Refill Team Fairchild? As you guys know, the whole point of this podcast
1: is just to help bring our community together. I've broken it down into simple things. We're just going to hack it out. We'll talk about humor and humility, accountability, connectiveness, and also kindness. And what other strings for our bows our guests have to bring to the table. Because that's how we make that beautiful music so let's go ahead and get this episode started All right, refill team Fairchild today we have Miss Allison Cresser and we have Miss Katherine Carbeck. They're over at the fitness center, but uh, I just wanted to say thank you for coming over and I know you do more than just sit over at the fitness center. you guys have a whole health and wellness section over there um, and you work with Mr. Will Saltis, correct? That is correct. Thank you guys both for being here today. And Catherine, if I recall, you're
2: up working on a master program? I am, yes, at WSU up here at the Health Sciences Campus.
1: Awesome. We're happy to have you. Miss Allison, would you like to just explain a little bit about who you are and what you do here?
0: Sure. Um, so my name is Allison Kresser. I'm a registered dietitian, and I have been running the nutrition programs here at Fairchild for the last 15 years. So we have more of a community-based focus. We are in the fitness center, even though we are part of the medical group, though we serve the entire Fairtail community um, through community outreach, education, and we also do, you know, individual nutrition counseling as well from the medical side of it. And we also just do a lot of education and outreach in both the active duty and independent population retirees as well. Thank you.
1: So... So this month is kind of special for your team. Why
0: is that? So March is National Nutrition Month, and that is celebrated you know nationwide. There's a theme every year. This year's theme is celebrate all the world's flavors, which is kind of a cool theme because uh, food connects us all, right? Yes. We all have to eat, and we all have choices in how we fuel our bodies. And so I know for myself and probably for Catherine, too, with her culinary background, nice. definitely flavor and just um, enjoying food and figuring out how that all fits. Into our daily intake is really an important part of nutrition. Yes,
1: ma'am. Are you guys doing anything over at the clinic or over at the gym to help celebrate this?
0: Yeah, so we're doing a lot of outreach in individual units, mm-hmm. um, but I'm hoping to put together a couple cooking demos towards the end of the month.
1: If you so. were able to do that, where would they be located? They
0: would be in our kitchen over there in the fitness center.
1: Awesome. How many people can you facilitate in a class over there?
0: In the kitchen, it's we neat. usually keep it to about 15 just okay. so they can have hands-on experience. That's if great. it's a demo, we can definitely fit more, but I feel we all learn best by actually doing something. Sure, <laughs>
1: sure. That just made me think maybe we could get our F tackers over there for future classes. Sure, absolutely. For a demo. Mm -hmm. We usually have anywhere from about 20 to 30 students, Mm -hmm. so maybe a little bit too many for Mm hands-on. But just learning more about that, I know for a while they're getting double BAS and now we actually just went back to the Chao Hall being open, but that might have opened some of their eyes to that culinary world on preparing their own food, so another avenue for them to Mm -hmm. be able to explore. Absolutely. Are there any tips that you would have for someone? Maybe I'm sure you see a lot of a lot of people on the fit program probably usually don't have the best diet. I'm assuming, and I know our work here in different locations around the base sometimes don't facilitate the time. Well, we'll save the time. We'll make it. We'll try and make it sound nice for them. But what what are some tips on maybe some quick and easy? Nutritional habits that they could get into for those that don't have time to cook every day.
0: Sure, that's a great question and definitely a big area we focus on. Because no matter what their career field is, you know there's different demands. Whether it's a different schedule, different ops tempo, uh, what's available. That's a big part of what I do. Is I look, you know, at the installation and okay, do we have healthy choices? Are they easily readily available what's the price point on those types of things what are our unit snack bars providing and if a unit wants to work with us you know we can definitely you know provide some suggestions and some assistance in creating um, some better options it's so it's all over the board but it just kind of depends I think the biggest tip that I would give is just to keep it simple and it's okay to grab things that are ready-made because in today's day and age there's been a lot of changes in food processing and there's a lot of pretty fresh okay. good options um, this last year we put together a uh, kind of grab-and-go cooler at the commissary. It's called the Dietitian Approved Fueling Station. And so it's right next to the sushi, right as okay. you're coming in. And so everything that's in that cooler is um, meets certain nutrition criteria to be there. And so you can go to that cooler and grab any beverage, any food item, you know, their sandwiches, salads, all to- all different types of things, and know that it's a decent option. Um, if you've got five minutes, come and grab in, go through the self-checkout and go. Okay. So those types of things, I really am about meeting people with where they are if it's you know we're on a limited budget and i don't know how to make anything you know well let's just do some cold prep type things you know let's take something that you don't actually have to cook you can just throw it together simple things like tuna packets or using shortcuts like pre-cut vegetables or frozen vegetables in the steamer bags you know i think those are great things um you know i I get a lot especially from the younger airmen about you know we love ramen or you know a cup of noodles those types of things that are quick. Well that's fine. Let's start there and let's make it a little bit better, sure. right? So, you know, add some sort of good protein, add some vegetables, maybe take out half the seasoning packet. <laughs> you know, just work with people where they're at okay. because if you if you say, "Oh, we've got to do a complete meal," then that's not going to work. That's not realistic. True. So, letting people know about the different resources. You know, we mentioned some of the things at the commissary. You know, the food pantry is a great resource if, you know, things are tight and they need some additional help. And then we can also put together, you know, education for the units, whether it's, you know, just a quick grab-and-go things that they have ready to go, don't require any prep, or if they want to do cooking education, we're happy to do that.
1: Awesome. Thank you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And Catherine, as a student going through, you know, some of the similar things where you probably have really long days sometimes. And the fact that you do like to try and cook, are there anything is there anything in particular that you have as a fail-safe or a go-to?
2: Oh, absolutely. I cook the same thing almost every night and just change it up by changing the seasoning. Okay. My go-to is a bowl. So you have like a grain, a vegetable, and a protein. So you get all, at pretty much everything you need nutrition-wise, but it's very easy to cook. Okay. Um, I love the bag salads that you can get at the grocery store and just adding to that. And I just really focus on having that colorful plate versus really worried about individual items
1: okay I've heard people talk about colorful plates before what what does that exactly mean
2: so kind of eat the rainbow and that just means that every different color item on your plate is going to have a different nutrition makeup Uh as far as vitamins and minerals that are in that food so just the more colors you can eat the more different types of vitamins and minerals that you're going to get from that food
0: awesome Yeah, that's a good point because to get those vibrant colors, they're pretty much only found in produce because the majority of our other foods are white, yellow, brown, you know, kind of bland colors. Okay. I always advise people to try and get three to four different colors on their plate at each meal because that's, that's an easy way you to get at least one fruit or one vegetable or two vegetables at each meal and throughout the day you'll meet your needs.
1: Okay. Oh, those are great tips. Thank you. Are there any myths out there that maybe we preconceptualize? I know for a while, my husband and some of his teammates back at our Milton Hall days would intermittent fast quite often. Is that safe? or?
0: So I think that one common myth is that there's a perfect plan, and every person is different. Intermittent fasting works for some people. Okay. It doesn't work for others. It's really about finding that that plan that works for you that is sustainable that is realistic that is safe <laughs> and is also going to provide you with what your body needs all of us are different we have different activity levels sure. different genetic makeup different ages different just a lot of different things going on and finding that right balance of what you need is important
1: you mentioned the word sustainable mm-hmm. and i don't want to burst anyone's bubble listening about maybe some of those diets that we've we've seen or heard about but are there any out there that are probably not the best, I've heard keto is probably fine, What a long time ago there was, I can't remember the name of it, some sort of beach diet or something. Are there any of those out there, though, that people should probably not pursue, or is everything kind of fair game as long as they're getting the correct intake?
0: So I think that's a really great question, because you mentioned keto, so we'll tackle that one first, since that's definitely one of the more prevalent things that people call about. Um... If I ask 10 different people what keto meant, I'm going to get 10 different responses. Sure. A true ketogenic diet has been used for nearly 100 years in the clinical setting to treat epilepsy oh, okay. because they found that uh, less than 10% intake of carbohydrates really decreases seizure activity. Oh. So that's where its origins come from. And like many things, you know, we discovered that it could be used for other things, right? I think it depends on how a person is doing a keto diet. Their diet previously was full of really high sugar processed items and now they've switched to more whole foods, call it keto or whatever you wanna call it, it's still better. Great. Sustainability with a keto diet can be challenging. I've definitely had my fair share of people come through over the past few years that have had a lot of success with that type of eating plan, but then it's not sustainable and they gain everything back. Sure. So sometimes things like that can be a good jump start just to get yourself eating more whole foods, uh, okay. whether it's keto or paleo or whatever you want to you know, go after. As long as you're not cutting out major nutrients long term that's really where the safety and sustainability comes from for someone who's physically active you know we got to look at the carbohydrate intake you know especially if they're doing a lot of cardio based activity a lot of running and just for overall health we have to find that balance of what's going to work for them as far as sustainable diets that have a lot of research behind them and a lot of years of of sustainability dash diet mediterranean style of eating are both two at the top of my list
2: Mm -hmm. awesome you have any input on some of the I think Allison covered <laughs> all the bases and just everything in moderation and there really are no bad foods it's just make sure everything's in line and you're getting all the nutrients you need you say
1: there's no bad foods
0: I <laughs> no that's that's great so food is nourishment and there's a lot that goes along with eating you know a lot of, of mental implications we have learned behaviors sometimes we over time or you know just experiences in life maybe we have bad associations with foods and so we have to work on that the behavior side of it we have two different types of hunger we have um, actual physical hunger and then we have emotional hunger so I call that above the neck and below the neck it sounds really silly but it's kind of a simple trick if people are really struggling with like emotional type eating it's like ask yourself before you eat something am I hungry am I feeling it here in my stomach or am I filling it up here in my head and is it for a specific food because if it is it's probably an emotional craving because if we're actually physically hungry any food's going to suffice right sure you know and you're really really hungry and no matter what someone gave you it's like oh this is the best sandwich ever whatever you know it is then that's important to learn that about yourself and know because especially if there's triggers you know stressful day whatever it may be lack of sleep you know and identifying those triggers so you can be okay take that pause and is this an actual true physical need or am I you know tapping into more emotional eating
1: Okay, interesting but that makes sense Um, I know I know some people definitely that's just their trigger when they've had a stressful day or they don't know what to do they'll just go eat something yeah, I, I think Will mentioned it in one of his podcasts about just, it's comforting, and so when we're mm-hmm. feeling stressed, I feel the comfort, and then, unfortunately, it can do more to us than just make us feel a little bit better in the moment, but eventually it starts to add to that waistline a little
0: bit, too. That, and we don't ever want to have guilt associated with eating. Sure. We're nourishing our body, and sometimes that includes some of those foods that maybe aren't as nutritious. You know, it's finding that balance. Maybe it's 80-20 or 90-10, so 80 to 90% of the time you eat what your body needs. You fuel it with what it needs, and then 10 to 20% of the time you give those those other foods some room. Um, you know, especially for our active duty population, I like to, to point out that, you know, what you choose to eat and drink, because drinks are a big part of this too, um, either enhances your ability to perform the mission or can compromise your ability to perform the mission so keeping that in mind from a performance standpoint and even for our, our you know non-active duty personnel um, however you perform your job your life your fitness it's all tied back to what you put in your body
1: awesome thank you is there anything else that you kind of would like to share today
0: So just one topic that comes up a lot and want to let people know that we are a resource if they need more information would be supplements, um, because the supplement use um, is definitely something that is um, prevalent, and it's not necessarily a negative thing. There's definitely supplements that can be warranted, especially if there's vitamin deficiencies, but we just want to make sure that everyone's staying safe, right? right. (laughs) Food first, supplement second, but if the supplements are warranted, we do have some resources to make sure that people are choosing things that are appropriate. OPSS, which stands for Operation Supplement Safety, you can just type OPSS into a search bar, it'll pop right up for you. That's actually run by the Human um, Performance Resource Center through the Army. So it's a DOD resource that is, anyone can go on the site though, it's available to the public. So that's a resource for just supplement safety as far as if there's any recalls on products and just education. Because just like with foods, I encourage people to research a supplement before they start taking it. I'm happy to look over things and go over it with them. Um, Absolutely make sure there's not something in there that is, we do have a banned ingredient list. We don't have a banned product list because the products change so often that would be impossible to, um, to keep up. But look at the ingredients, know what they are, Sometimes those long words are just a name for a vitamin, but sure. sometimes they're not. And just like with foods, <laughs> look at those ingredients and know what you're putting in your body. So, yeah, just with the supplements, just want to make sure that um, don't just take it because your buddy's taking it. Sure. You're a different person. <laughs> protein powders, you know, that's a real common thing. And it can be a great way to get protein in if you're, uh, if you're needing something quick and convenient. Sure. But there's a lot of difference in products, too. So finding the right one, whether it's a dairy-based, a plant-based, whatever, you know, for, for your individual needs.
1: Awesome. So So if they wanted to reach out to you, what's the best way for them to contact you guys?
0: So our phone number over at the health promotion office is 247-5590, or they can uh, find me on the global, last name Kresser, K-R-E-S-S-E-R, first name Allison.
1: Yeah. And you guys are over in the education, or not in the education center. We're in the education center. You guys are (laughs) over in the fitness center?
0: We are in the fitness center. Our entrance is kind of, if you walk through the main doors, go all the way back by the platforms, and then there's a door to the left there.
1: Awesome. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. Really appreciate you guys taking some time out of your day to kind of explain some of those myths and give us some tips. And then also just make sure we are aware that this is, you know, the National Nutrition Month for, is it for the Air Force, or is it just overall? It's nationwide. Nationwide? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's really cool to know. Um, other than that, you guys have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. That wraps up another episode you guys want to be on the podcast or know someone who might want to or possibly have an idea for a podcast please have them reach out they can hit me up at 92 foxtrot sierra sierra dot foxtrot sierra delta papa dot fairchild charlie alpha alpha at US.af.mil. and until next time you guys have a spectacular day